Welcome to Bleed TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. So now we got Badlands, or should I say Into the Badlands. <laughs> this was Season 3, Episode 5, Carry Tiger to Mountain. Not digging it. I'm going to be honest with you. I think we I sliced that. that shit to the mountain. This, this title... <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's bad. As much as I love this show, some of these titles are god awful. Yeah, I think we sliced the two out and just have Carrie Tiger Mountain and like, yeah, on the um, money. Ah, uh, so I'm guessing now you know Henry's, Henry's the tiger. tiger. Yeah. Um. Okay. If you say so. Wow. Okay. I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I'm okay with the the animal references and different things and stuff. But well, hey, as what, a, what has Henry done to get the tiger? I don't know. Well, as our boy Bandon on YouTube has said, this is uh, supposed to be the Sun Wukong's tale, his journey through the West and everything, and he can transform into a tiger. So maybe this is an extension of that. Okay. Best I can do for you. you try, a little wow. Chinese mythology. Wow. Hey. I mean, you're talking about throwing a hook out there with no bait and hoping somebody bites. Wow. That's all I got. Like, I mean, for, uh, for the title for I'm a, Henry. I'm, I think we just need to get away from the title because every more I look at it and read it, I'm <laughs> just, just like, just, it makes my eye twitch a little like, bit. I don't even think I have a line on my hook. I think I literally just as threw the hook. In. Great as this show is at times and most of the time, like I said, why do they, I mean, like, it's like you're unloading a pistol into your foot with yeah. nine titles. I mean, who 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 throws this to the wall and goes, "Damn, that works! That's great!" That was smooth, you know. No way a four year old came up with that one, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh. oh yeah, they're gonna love it. All right. Anyway, so overall opinion of the episode. Yet again, amazing fighting. I honestly, I I think I really enjoyed this episode minus MK. I just can't figure out what we're doing with him. Well, and I really enjoyed seeing like we have a true villain. In my opinion, other yeah. people might disagree a little bit, but I'm excited to see what you think. The episode was good. However, it created some flaws that that, that, aren't, that you can't write yourself out of. You, you can't write yourself out of. You know what I mean? Like when we, used to, when we do Walking Dead and we bitch and fuss because we're like, okay, you create the rules to break the rules constantly with zombies and walkers and so on and it just made the continuity is just all over the map and it's shit this one on multiple occasions by way they've done the storyline or created things it creates a problem that's not possible you know and i can understand if you're just moving away from an old storyline to create a new one to make it work but for the for your customer your viewer who is in depth and in love and everything you've and done. And sees all the angles and everything. Right. It, it is, and, you know, it's all a part of that. Sees it and you're like, wait a minute, what the fuck? You know, you can't, no, that doesn't work. Um, and so a good example is right out of the gate of this episode, the widow is driving back. They hear a thump in the car. They come out and there's Chow. Okay. And he gets out of there and goes, you know, hey, Minerva. He calls her by her real name. Yeah, and we're like, um, how do you know? Right, so then it gives you a backstory where she was a servant for Chow. And I'm like, wait a minute. How have we never Time known out. this? Like, Time out. Like, um, to my understanding, she was being trained, you know, with the Abbots and, you know, the dark arts and the eyes and all that kind of stuff like that. When did she end up becoming a yeah? When did a she servant? Have to, yeah. So apparently, this is what led her to be going to the monastery, I guess, and getting unleashing. No, well, her gift. in the monastery, she was younger. 
Yeah, she was. This was prior. So to me, this was the timeline's like, wait a minute. And so for her to be as feeble as they made this, as her character as the servant for Chow, that's a big, that's a big bridge. Yeah. You know, a bridge where you can't see the other end and you really don't want to know if you want to walk on it. And that's just, to me, this was like, all right, we need to find a way for these two to have a relationship for him to trust him. And we did this all in one episode with two minutes of flashbacks. Yeah. And he was able to get into this vehicle without them knowing and everything. Like, that's... Yeah. So, like, that right there was set up a huge red flag for me. Okay. And it bothered me because that just doesn't... Because they showed Minerva and how badass she was with weapons, swords, Mm -hmm. all that stuff as a younger child before a servant. You know, she. I know she might have had her powers taken from her, and so on. But, but she I was always fight. I, I was always alluded that that was later. Yes. You know what I mean? Like she's had a taste for the gift. She knows like that song. She didn't lose it when she was a child. I was really. a child, right? So to me, when they show her sitting here as a servant, that doesn't match with what they've you know given. They have never definitively said what, but it doesn't match with what they've put out there already. Yeah. So then. So that bothered me a little bit. I say, like, okay. So then, of course, he puts Chow, you know, and you know. Well, and well, how about the Baroness? How uh, sick she is! How excited she got when she got to give uh, Minerva these lashes, like right. the smile on her face and everything. Yeah, it but, just and also a hard wooden stick isn't going to create the lash marks that they're talking about. I was like, um, uh, I had a huge problem with that. Well, yeah. That, because, I mean, it was like she was getting hit with a whip versus just a hard stick. Like, they didn't even... Yeah, like, there was a that was a little off. But, okay. Wait. Okay, you know, that was more stomachable. Stomachable. Yeah. That's the word. Um, than this other, this whole premise that they they have a child life together. Like, maybe they really liked each other and yeah. friends and the whole nine yards. We had something a little bit more than friendly. Okay, whatever. You're both 10. Sh- yeah. Shut up, guys. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I... I so, to me, it, it was a little bit of a cheap way to give them an old connection. Yes. It was just, it was a little, little much. Um, so, they go inside. He's inside the jail cell. He gives her the description of what the, kni- the knife, knife was. You know, no and, mercy. Was right. It, was on it. it gives them a little bit of a, you know, okay, I know this and I trust. And, Which also, can this guy like not be thrown in a cage? Yeah, like, I mean. What a shitty two, life Two had. episodes and he's jail life. Yeah. You know, I mean, a thug life of life, you know. Um, <laughs> is this yeah. MK's old room? Like, is that? No, because this is a completely, like MK at least had like a bed, was able to have people come and go as he pleases. Yes. All right. So here comes my next one, my next problem. He, they've got his clothes and he's disheveled. He has a wound on his belly. Yes. Okay. And, and this, this is thing from, was this is from Castor who sliced him across the gut. Yep. Okay. So that was a slice across the gut. Let's not forget that Castor impaled the man. Yes. With a through the shoulder through the shoulder and chest area, threw him completely to the point yeah. where he looked like he was dead on the floor. He was on the handle. When he comes out of that car, he's clutching his stomach. When he is in the jail cell, he has a wound exposed on his stomach, stomach only. No wound in his bo- upper body. No, no continuity. Nothing. This was a huge, like, what the F moment. <laughs> it's like, I had to go back and watch the other episode just to make sure I, mean, I wasn't going crazy. A slash across the belly 
didn't even affect him when he was fighting. No. He takes gets impaled by a sword, and he's down for the count. And then you're going to make it where the only wound you see is the stomach? Complete continuity failure. Complete holy crap. This is where, guys, we have 16 episodes. Yeah. There's no reason to rush this character's development of yeah, a we've got plenty of time to build son. it. By the time this episode's over, he's already fighting and going at it and stuff. That arm would be useless. Yeah. He would be in a sling recovering for weeks from being impaled by a sword. And let him rebuild that connection with the widow and everything instead Correct. of just diving into it. Give us it a was, reason. It made, like I said, the timeline, holy mackerel. It's like, way so fast. Yeah, slow it down a bit. Like um, let let us because we haven't we have no reason to believe that Gaius is this ultimate warrior. Yes, he's been hyped up as this and everything, but we've never he hasn't won a fight. Like I mean, <laughs> the other thing so far on screen, which don't worry, I like the actor. Yeah, and um, his moves are phenomenal. Yeah, is it like Lewis Tan? Yeah, yeah. Um, the whole nine yards. But so far. Um, other than sneaking up on people, he gets his ass kicked by Caster. Yeah, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Gets out of the car, almost gets his ass kicked by Widow. And then, when he does, is given a sword post non-impaling wound. <laughs> um, he gets into a fight and gets his ass kicked by the new, re- or the a new a regent we haven't seen from her, her brother. I'm assuming the guy who took his post. Right. Um, so, so far, we're almost 0 for 3. Yeah. Badassness, come on, like, come on, Al. Like, Al's, you get get this guy a break. We yeah. get a fight where he wins one. Give, give him a one on one. You know, like nice little. Whoop. Give him like. I mean, got his ass Odessa. saved by Moon. Odessa is out here kicking ass. <laughs> they take it, Dave's All right. Like, I, I mean, yeah. our boy guys needs a W. I mean, come on. He's you living know, in cages. The confidence yeah. level is down right now. You give, know? give him an easy one. You know. So anyway, yeah. Um, Pilgrim yeah. shows up to Chow's place. Ballsy. Yes. Rolls the heads out, you know, almost gets a strike. Seven in with a spare is what it looked like on the end. Um, <laughs> really, really, ready bowling-wise now. <laughs> yeah, got to throw those out there when you get hey, a chance. I mean, Look, when you have spare. a bowling physique such as I do, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, hey, Amateur. when you rock it, rock it. Yeah. Um, but also, how about these severed heads? And uh, They it, look the real deal. Yeah. Kudos. Like, into the neck, like, there's the indention, like, where you take out, like, the vertebrae. Look, they they went full nine. Uh, props to the prop master. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look, look there's several shows that we've done, and we've we've actually got the interview with some of the guys who do special effects. Um, uh, Scott Tolan. No, yeah, Tolan. I remember when we did yeah. Tolan for Outsiders and some of the stuff he did. I mean, like these guys, they go all out, and their stuff is legit. So kudos to the FX team because it looked those heads rolling around. It looked really good. Yeah. No heads were rolling after the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. We, we, yeah, we, we need that drum cue. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Chow is surrounded by 60 Jokers. And it's Pilgrim and what? Chris and, uh Well, I mean, Pilgrim and, and Caster. And, um, he's probably about under 10 people. I under say. 10 people. Um, yeah. Um, and I felt confident with Pilgrim. Like, I love Pilgrim. Like, I thought I was going to miss, uh, wow, I've completely blanked on his name, Lydia's old husband. Or or Quinn? If, yeah, I thought I was going to miss Quinn a lot more, but he, Pilgrim has come in and taken over. Well, he's filled the void. There's yeah. no doubt there. And he's doing a phenomenal job, and we have a reason to fear him. Yeah. All right. So do you, 
agree with Chow, you know, with the whole, I need a thousand workers and Chow's like cowers to him immediately. I'm okay with it just because he's already taken over her camp. What was that back in episode two? He took it with no losses and everything. She needs somebody to team up against the widow. And so why fight two battles when you can only fight? I'm just talking about in this part right here, you're surrounded by 60 of your own clippers and you're pretty formidable yourself. And there's less than 10 in front of you. So odds wise are pretty much in your favor. Do you, were you surprised there wasn't a battle here? No. Okay. I mean, I, I really what just because we know so much about him and everything. I mean, I just put that into it of why she just immediately cowered. Right. And if you see someone throwing your brother's heads, like you know his best people who were your best people, I, I'm just going to go ahead and give that guy whatever he wants. Gotcha. Because you're not going to win it. I hear you. All right, so we have a cutaway where you see Sonny and Baji. They're walking, and they, you know, they're chatting, and then he turns, and they show what looks to, is Vulture's Peak. Now, this mountain, kudos, the special effects on it. It definitely does look like a, like a, a bird of prey, yeah. vulture, whatever like that. That was pretty cool. That mountain is a good long ass away based on this shot. Yes. So like a uh, week's walk. Yeah, it, it was a good like, clip. So that was kind of something unique there. Um, let's just go ahead and dive into this whole little scenario here. They are still walking. They're still talking. They're going through a blizzard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got Henry in the knapsack in the back. They're, they're getting there. Nice and toasty. Nice you know? and toasty. I get it. Um, there was a cute few little spots where you're walking through a blizzard and it looks pretty bad, but then when they do a close-ups of them, the blizzard's not so bad. No. And then it goes back to a scene where they're walking and the blizzard's real bad. And then it goes you should have just avoided the close-ups. Yeah, yeah, it was a little off on a few of those spots. I took a picture of one where you can see it's a little different. So anyway, we get to a plane in the middle of what looks to be you know the Arctic in this blizzard area. Um, and this is the witch's lair. Um, and he, he makes a snarky comment, you know, <laughs> of all yeah. places to live, you know. Um, what did mean, you think of the plane and the living quarters here? I thought they did a phenomenal job on the inside of it. I mean, they made it all practical. Yeah, you know what? To me, I appreciated that they decided to go away from what's stereotypical. Yeah. You know, you're thinking of a witch, you're thinking of a cave, you're thinking very dark, can't see nothing, whole nine yards. Instead, we've got we've got Con Air after it's landed in the Arctic. <laughs> Only thing missing movie. is Nick Cage back there, drunk on the you know in the back of the airplane. Well, I mean, instead at least you got Christmas lights Bushima. everywhere, a nice little you know place. Uh, did you notice the inside of the plane looked like it had been snowed in just as well as the outside of it? Yes, plane? yes, I was noticing um, that. Uh, obviously, it's pretty dang cold in there. Didn't see any of the actors breathing, you know, white air nope, or anything like didn't that. Catch so, any of that. So little details here and there, you know. But that for this show, that's not a big deal. Um, and where, but where did they get their change of clothes? Because Baji's in something like completely different now, and it, it's nice, heavy clothing. It looks great. I have yeah. no idea when they came upon it. Yeah. But uh, all right, so the witch gets involved. They meet her. You know, they go through the whole deal. They look at the baby. You brought a dark one here. Um, and they ask for help. 
And so she decides to do so. And the coolest scene of the entire episode is putting baby Henry underwater. Yes. This was so well done. Uh, creepy as hell. My wife and I were like, oh my God, get that baby out of the water. You know, it was a cool effect because it was like looking through a water filter. The baby was never in the water. No. You could tell if it yeah, was hard the, enough. There was no harm. Yeah, ever. there was no chance of anything like that. Really cool special effects to see like the black stuff it, coming off of it. was like of ink, them. like going yeah, through water exactly. and Exactly. You know, it's like venom dissolving in the water. Um, and that was pretty sweet. You know, I like that she put his hand in the glow and then put the hand on Sunny. Yes. It was like the habits and everything. Uh, all that was pretty sweet. Now, uh, she said... Like, I'm trying to figure out what this power is now. Because seeing it come out of his body and everything, but she said she didn't get rid of it. No, she said she just... It was basically like putting a Band-Aid on something. It's not a permanent fix. Yeah. You know, she you need somebody more powerful than I am to, to help Henry to what you need. Yeah. Um, and then in the Discovery, she mentions that he's... Uh, he is... The catalyst. Yeah. You know... Uh, but well, I want right. to ask like about the power real quick. Do you think Henry will now not be as strong as he once could have been? Like, do you think she took his max away, or he's no, going to be no, able no, no, no. to just regrow? All I of think that? she just suppressed his symptoms. Is the way I look at it. Okay, what was causing him distress, and you know, looked like he was ill, was taking over his body too young. Da, da, da. It was like he was overflowing, and she took out all that right. excess. Like he was so powerful. That you know, it was it was killing the baby. Yeah. You know, um, kudos. I mean, the baby actor, the whole nine yards. You know, kudos for using a baby. Like, yeah, I, I mean, mean, it was good. Um, but now we find out Sonny does have the gift. Yes, it's just been locked by probably the most powerful person. Right. So he. This is another one of my little issues. The very first season, very first season, mm-hmm. nobody knows anything about. Azra, nobody knows anything about a person with the black eyes, the gift, the, the whole nine yards. Yes. And then by the second season, the Minerva, Minerva exposes that she used to have it. Yeah. Baji. And that Baji used to have it. And we met the Abbots who are the people who are trying to train us. Yes. Up. Okay. So that's the rarity of it. This season... We've got more and more black eyed, dark ones. Yeah. And now Sonny has it, you know. And Which we've always kind of underlined thought Sonny had the gift. Yeah, but does he have to have it? I mean, to me, it's very convenient that he does. To me, it's very convenient. Well, I mean, either he had to have it or she had to have it. I always appreciated that he wasn't one and was badass enough to be able to hold his own. Well, he didn't hold his own. He can say he would with it, though. Well, yes and no. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. And that's what makes the show yeah. good is they keep it you know, grounded and real and everything else. And so my biggest fear now is is that Sonny gets activated to where he's one. And basically the show turns into the Battle of the Black Eyes. Yeah. And MK is supposed to be the strongest, most untapped. And we've already discovered that Sonny is yet again. Yeah, in the same episode, MK. we see like, oh, he can control his own gift without cutting himself. He's the most powerful we've seen. Oh, wait a minute! No, there's yeah. the catalyst. We must, you know. I mean, but also this takes me back to how did the Abbots not realize that Sonny had the gift? You know, how did the Abbots miss out on Sonny? They've had him twice. 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, like they've even put their hands on him and did the glowing thing. They correct. should have known. True. I mean, uh, so like, I mean, that's a huge plot hole from the last season, and we still haven't seen the freaking Abbots. Yeah, we're uh, over halfway through with the first half of the season. How have we just? I don't know. I don't know if we will. I mean, they're, they're just kind of dancing around that whole scenario. I mean, we've got to, though, don't we? Well, I mean, most of them were killed because they turned to black eyes, which you have noticed, you know, discernment of who you kill when you do that. Yeah, but they control when they're in the black eyes. Yeah. I mean, like I said, there's inconsistencies yeah. with several little parts. Um, and like I said, you know, MK suddenly being able to turn it on and off as he wants to. Uh, was you know there's a, just a yeah. lot of new things I mean, we'll, we'll get to mk yeah i just to me when they talk about sunny now being the most vital dark eye individual it's hyper convenient yes it's just very hyper convenient you know oh, it was you happen to find this, this guy at a mine named baji oh he happens to be a former abbot oh he used to have the black eye and the dark heart Oh, he also used to be Minerva's trainer well, hey, 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 and the widow. Baji has not been the point of convenience for two episodes. That's not... Well, oh, he, well, hey, you know, where two rivers meet, I know somebody who can, you know, that, okay, that yeah, does something is. like that. Oh, by the way, she also is the pilot of a boat. Oh, this boat looks just like the one that where you have a vision where you got your head zapped and you lose your, you know, your black arc is controlled. Oh, by the way, it's your ex-wife. And oh, by the way, the, the opening <laughs> credits of the show shows Baji's name, Nick Frost, and it's a boat on the water. Well, I mean, I like, that one yet. I mean... Yeah, when you watch the opening credits, you know, I made a point on here that it's just, you know, that's very vivid. They're awesome. It's well done. But it's also slap, slap. What you, you know, yeah. visualize me getting hit with, you know. Over the head with Take the- it. This is what it's going to be. <laughs> Baji is the key to everything, you know. And then when the witch is like, you know, there's it's destiny. It's, you know, it was well, your, well, like he got so upset and everything. Like I, I sent the message. and Didn't they answer? Hold on. Let me show you. And he automatically knows Morse code. I mean, I'm assuming that's well, he's re- he reads the whole deal, and then he comes to find out, yeah, you called, and Pilgrim answered, and he's coming here, and he's going to burn this place down and start it's it like, over. And whoa, I, got a I thought I was calling the good guys. Yeah. They, eh, you called the exterminator, the, yeah. the fixer. And so, so, do we think Sonny's going to join up with Pilgrim, or do you think he's going to fight Pilgrim? Well, here's the deal. Pilgrim has not defined... If he's good, what, or bad. what his overall goal? If he's good or bad, to me, you know, he's like in the episode he talks about where he's the catalyst, and you know, he must be welcomed as With brother a, yeah. and open arms. Da, da, da. And so, to me, he's never shown killing people unless they are against him and what his cause is. Yes, he doesn't seek out war. Anybody who prevents his war or where he's going. They Don't stand with. in his way. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, I, I just don't know. You know, and so there's maybe no that's defined. Why seen- yeah, there's not a defined bad guy to me. Chow, yeah, okay, she's the bad guy. But the reality of it is that she's not bad because she's incapable. Well, I think Crescenda or Cressida, I think she's the bad guy because she's got a completely different vision. I mean, when was it Caster? When uh, they're talking and everything, he's like, no, we're not going to throw him away. He is a person. He is this. She's like, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and get this guy off. Right. And the way she's able to convince him to go sacrifice himself, not even talk to Pilgrim anymore, 
that's an evil person. Yeah. Right now, she's the only person who's really stepping out there to do the bidding, no matter at whatever yeah, cost. Th- there is no cost to her. Right. She will so I'll, I'll give you that part. Um, 100%. Uh, and of course, like I said, Castor became a big deal this episode. Mm-hmm. And where, he, you know, he meets Chow's people and, you know, cool little line. He's like, you know, I'm, well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're here, I'm here to lead you. Uh, well, and before good. that though, we have like him, Nix, and uh, MK, and we all and I, like I just yeah, that's I just where Castor like, gets all been out of shape. I've been replaced, and exactly. It's just like why do we have to make every female a love interest for MK? Uh, you know, don't get me wrong, homeboy's got some good looks. You know, yeah, I guess, but, but but yeah, anytime he's got a female character, there's a tension. Yeah, like it's, no, like know, I didn't see the need for this. I, I don't know. You know, I guess you have to show some care, concern, so trust is established. I get that. But, yeah, it, again, a little heavy-handed. Yeah. A little heavy-handed. Well, okay. And then, like, I mean, I just wanted, because, like, I wanted your thoughts on it just because I'm like, man, I'm tired of MK just falling in love with the first thing that moves. Well, MK has turned into the most gullible and easy motivational switching character there is. Yeah, put a pretty girl and then just say, hey, yeah. we think you're important. And he, he's licking it up. Yeah, I mean, he is a dry sponge, and she is throwing ooze out there right and left, and he just can't help himself to absorb it. I mean, it's just uh, wow. That that was a deep. Yeah, the, the, those were. Does that need to be on, yeah. be on a postcard? I can I can. Church I, mean, that I up. think that's Hallmark. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I think he just took it out of the grave and just oh rose it right back. Oh my god! Head to your nearest Hallmark store, uh, ladies. That's correct. Lee TV. <laughs> you know your Valentine stop. Yes. Um, the dry sponge. Okay, yeah, <laughs> tell your spouse that. Um, anyway, so Castor <sighs> gets sent, and yeah. he has, you know, he tells the new regent we've met that you know I'm here to lead. They come in, and we have a pretty cool little fight scene setting up. You also have a scene where the scouts have figured out and told the widow that um, a group of child's people have gone into Sector Twelve. And that's the refugee camp. She yeah. decides to send help that way and tells give Chow a, a blade and Moon to go help him out. We um, need all the help we can get. All we get. Oh, by the way, Moon. Yeah. Sherman Augustus. Augustus. Guys, Sherman Augustus will be joining us on the podcast. We are going to be having a chat with him tomorrow night um, and discussing the show, his career, what he's brought, I couldn't tell you how excited we are. I mean, like, I've kind of got goosebumps. The, the, we have been chatting with him back and forth here and there. So far, he seems like the, one of the most down-to-earth cats we've ever spoke to. Um, this is going to be a great experience. Yeah, we can't be excited to get a little bit behind the scenes of the show, talking about all the fighting and everything, the scenery. It's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, I mean... I just can't wait. So if you're listening, make sure you're looking because I believe Thursday or Friday we'll have another podcast out special fully on Sherman talking about Badlands and all the other stuff going on. And I think you're going to be really, really enjoy it. Right before Memorial Day. So, yeah, you know, there you go. And there you go. All Whatever you do, be in town. You're gonna tell be your friends, away. listen in. You know, our job here at Bleed TV, one of the things we do, whenever we get to speak to uh, cast, crew, members, anything like that, we want to promote them. 
We want their people to know who they are, what they stand for, what they bring to the table for the show, TV, television, you know, and that is where you come in, listen, understand who they are and tell your friends about it. So we can help this actor, uh, the person who works on show, you know, achieve more and you know and today that is the greatest paycheck when it comes to helping others and so when y'all listen in make sure you're sharing make sure you like it if you even get a positive review on it anything that gives it more notoriety to be able to be seen by more people that helps the actor of course it does help us a little bit just be straight with you and everything else but so when you be looking for that um and uh we hope y'all really enjoy it but as going back to the show, they tell Moon, Moon gives them a sword, and they go to help. Well, when they get there, it's Tilda and our favorite... Odessa? Odessa. Look, I'm, look, I'm riding with Odessa after this episode. Look, the bottom line is, Odessa, like I said before, is the only meme I've ever seen that says where if she dies, we celebrate. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, I, people I have are like cold with Odessa. Uh, so, we get the infamous kiss, um, which, yeah. you know... They're back in love. Cool. Yeah, back in love. That's great. You know, MK Who. So it's the first thing I thought of. Um, Honestly, and- I completely forgot he was a character in the moment. And <laughs> I was okay with it. Now, at this point, the meme yeah. has changed for me. If MK dies, we celebrate. Yes. <laughs> um, so we hear screaming, people running. Um, we see Chow's people, you know, killing some, even though they're supposed to be collecting workers. Yeah, I'm not you really know, sure it what It was a little doing. inconsistent, but I mean, I guess you got to kill people who'd fight back. For you know, you got to kill a few to make the other ones fall. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. Um, but then Castro shows them on a, a pretty badass bike. Well, yeah, it looks like Sonny's old bike. Um, it looks like a bike that was just recently made. Yes, it's very new, shiny, impressive, up to date, up to date. Um, Which also, this is also like my favorite style of motorcycle. If yes. I ever do get one, it's going to be one like this. Yes, it was pretty sweet. So he puts his blades on into the handlebars, and he's driving around. Well, and was that into, was, well, I thought he was just holding on to him. He was. Okay. I get, that was great for the first guy he sliced. But when he started doing these little swerving, into swerving dips, and people are standing there waiting for the cool, sword yeah. to come across him, I got a little annoyed. It's like, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's either going to drop this blade or wreck yeah, right? and then he does this whole little circle thing um, where he's spinning yeah. around him and he still kills one. Okay, to me, there is a huge difference is when you're doing a circle, I don't care if it's 15 feet and so on, you're not having enough velocity no. of you moving around to slice through someone's chest and have an arterial spray that looks like you have done a cleaver. At the hardest swing possible. Yes. It just... It, it's not going to happen. It looked a little off. It did not match some of the... Well, and they had these problems too because when uh, he was riding to the camp, you know, we have this close-up. It looks like he's going very fast. Correct. And then we do the fatal zoom out and he's going maybe 15 miles an hour. Yeah. They, you know, so it's you got to like, be really careful with those kind of shots and... I don't know. It, like, well, it I was getting that vibe when he was going in the Rowland circles again. It didn't. It just didn't. It didn't come out well on film on this part. You know, to me, I think it'd been really cool. He slices one guy, gets off the gets off the bike, and then does what he does. Mm-hmm. The, the numerous deaths and, and the spinning around people and cutting their chest open with you. You're barely great going by them. Rode it too long. It just yeah. I mean, 
you rode that pony until it was ashes and dust and no bones left, and it was just unnecessary. Yeah, you know? and it didn't look um, good. But we did get a cool payoff with Tilda coming out, and I love a switch of weapon. Yeah, um, Tilda rocks out. Love her outfit. I love the new trench coat. Uh, instead of the orange shoulder pad look. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. The only thing missing. God, I wish I wish I had that. The mask. The mask, man. Golly. I, I hate but, I mean, got you away can't from wear it. it and make out with Odessa. So, I mean. Yeah, got- no. It's like wearing a face chastity belt. <laughs> it doesn't quite work. Um, it just. But yeah. no, I mean, like she could have strapped it on somewhere. In, in this. <laughs> easy. Oh, whoa, easy. Whoa, whoa. Calm we're, down. We're trying to keep this PG-13 exactly. over there. I don't know where your mind's going. <laughs> yeah. Get that thing out of the gutter. Jesus. <laughs> wow, Cash. We're, we're, we're going to leave that alone. <laughs> yes. Okay. yes. She could have put the mask on <laughs> somewhere before coming out. How about that? Oh, my God. My, uh, my goodness, man. <laughs> Anyway, I'll, you know, now I'm watching the show in my mind. And I'm, you know, that's just a terrible image. But anyway, um, all right. Somebody else who's over in the fight department here recently is Tilda. Um, last couple ones, she's got her, her ass quipped. Uh, uh, in uh, fairness, she's gone up against Moon. Yeah. He's pretty much, he's undefeated against everybody he's not a, named. He, yeah. yeah, he's pretty, he's borderline undefeated, minus Widow. Um, and Sunny, so Sunny, like, that's last season. That yeah. Count. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, so she gets an exchange. Caster gives, you know, kicks her good enough that she flies across, goes through the door, lands pretty tough. Um, and they're in the they're in the train car. Yes, and I've always been wondering why these train car ceilings were so high, because I'm they're usually pretty flat, but you can tell like inside they're like a house. Correct. You know, they're raised and you know, they have nothing over the middle. Well, it's so they could use full-length swords inside of these train cars. It worked out. It looked good. I love the little fight scene in there and everything. And I really like the explosion that happened while they were in there. Yes. Because the way Tilda flew and he flew was pretty effing cool. Looked great. One of the best special effects scenes of this episode was that explosion and so on. And we have the fire crossbow going into it, piercing. Loved it. Like, right. I was like, this is what we needed for the entire episode. Correct. Now, we get another scene of Castor turning the gift off. Yes. Okay. Um, Do we think... Because he doesn't turn it back on. He doesn't turn it back on. So does But that also, mean? didn't he turn it on without necessarily cutting himself? He did get cut. Okay. Like, it shows him bleeding from his cheek again. I went back and double checked okay, that. He yeah. did. All right. So, um, so then you also, like I said, you also have Chow's brother, you know, running around, and she, he's fighting the other regent, getting his ass whipped. Cool. When he yeah. flies that stuff, he gets a few licks in and everything, but ultimately, yeah, he does Moon up. sets up, and Odessa comes in there, and basically they're like, "Bitch, bring it!" And he runs away like the littlest girl you've ever seen in your life. It's kind of like a too. little. It's got a little hippity hop as he's going as yeah. he runs, like he's never ran before. I mean, if I'm staring down those three, I probably would have had a little bit of an odd run. To away. me, it's a little bit of a backpedal. Yep. Um, but the turn and run like, Ooh, mommy, I want candy at the candy store over there. Can we go? Can we go? Can we go? That's what it made me feel like he was doing. Yeah. The way he was running over there, like, woo, 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 I'm so Oh man, that's bad. Yeah. It, it, woo, mm, yeah. But not the, you know, it, it was as bad as the, uh, Charlie's angels cheese moment uh, we had with all three of them. Oh yeah. I got that picture where all three of them are like, Oh yeah. Right next to each <laughs> like other. Fighting says, look, give a look at each other. All right, let's go our separate ways. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we have to bring this I was back? Okay. I, 
to no, me. No, no, you. If you no, roasted no, 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 it, no, no, okay. No. I'm not roasting it because the reality of it is, is that they came in to help him. It wasn't like they all converged at the same time. Like, look at us. I don't know, man. With how hard you and Jake roasted it last season. Whatever. And well, last season it was very much. We're all here. Let's go, Charlie. <laughs> you know. Did you see the photo? Did we have our little background? Right. Yeah. I mean, when you're slapping each other on the ass before you start oh, okay. a fight scene, yeah, that, that's that, Charlie Angels right there. Yeah, like, yeah. You know. like this time, if you just acknowledge, it's <laughs> yeah. okay. Right. This one that came close was just an eye wink. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, we're here. We're here. Uh, I'll take that. Uh, yeah. I'll take that. So, uh, so they kind of they yeah. wrapped that part up. You know, a good little fight. They help some folks out. Chow really don't get people. Caster, um, he's on the ground. And he gets knocked out, you know, to me, I was a little surprised because he was an unstoppable monster when we've seen him earlier, but why did his gift turn off so fast? And we think because he's dying, he's losing his gift. I think so because it did last time because remember his turned off before Nix's like when they, when we first met him. Correct. And I just don't think he can hold it anymore because he is sick because he is dying and it is escaping. Because it's probably one of those things, the more you use it, the faster it burns through your body and everything. Right. And I just don't think his body can maintain holding it for longer than a few minutes at a time now. Right. Um, so there was a scene where Pilgrim is trying to convince MK to stick around. Yes. And MK is like, no, I need to go kill Sonny. Tries to drop the gift and everything. And I did, did you think Pilgrim was going to be able to stop him? Um, I'm glad not, he was. Not initially. Yeah, I didn't not think initially, he was. But then when he got him on the little, uh, you know, the little raft and take him over there, and they show him this mining area, where these are people working of their own free will in their mining. Did you notice the two people who were like swinging the pickaxe like they were? Yeah. You know, ole. They had never worked a wow. Tool I mean, like they were throwing that thing down, and it might have penetrated mud. Yeah. You're being but, you're being kind, sir. Yeah, I was just like, you 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 gotta you gotta tell me when the side with the guy was doing the editing that he didn't look at it and go, um, those two in the background during the scene are playing yeah. patty cake it's and a, not really doing the mining in the scene. They're not really doing anything. Don't get me wrong, your actors did phenomenal, but you two over yeah. there. Swinging the pickaxe. Put your back into it like literally, you mean it. Literally put your back into this thing. Yeah. Um, Full body, get on those tiptoes, swing down. Most people probably didn't even notice. I was just like, I swear, I have the worst habit now where, like, whenever you watch something with a big fight scene and there's stuff going I'm on looking in the background. I look at the background now because yeah. every since Braveheart won all those awards and there's two big battle scenes where Mel Gibson is talking to somebody and you look in the background and there's literally people playing patty cake. I mean, <laughs> literally tapping yeah. swords like they're playing tag in the back. It just, it, may, it just makes yeah. you laugh. And ever since then, I'm always constantly looking in the background like, all right, what, what's Joe Blow doing back there? You know, <laughs> Maybe they won't catch me on camera. We right. did. Yeah. You're there. Yeah, you busted. But anyway, so Pilgrim's telling them they're mining something very precious and very powerful. He makes it seem like they're mining Azra, essentially. Yeah. I, I, like, what, I, any guesses you think that what they're getting? No. Like, I mean, I literally think it's I a buried city. I am completely clueless. My best guess is a buried city. No, I think they're looking for some kind of precious something that enhances their abilities. But like, what they this thing's massive. Yeah, I don't. Like, know. you think it'd at least be a concentrated? 
If it was, and it's different levels. Well, are we looking for something as a singular object? Are we looking for something that we put together? Or is it something you make out of raw material? I mean, there, it leaves in a very open-ended question. Yeah, be, well, it doesn't look like it's a raw material because yeah. we don't see wheelbarrows of stuff, you know, being Correct. shipped out. Right. So I, I'm very curious. So I'm looking forward to that more explanation on that. Um, and then MK decides, you know, make, you know, is like, you know, I'm probably still going to go. But like, uh, what speech do you have to hear to get you from leaving a poppy field to go and dig with pickaxes and hose and everything? This is a great question. I want to hear that speech. Because I'm going to give you salvation. And all you have to do is work twice as hard with a metal object. Lifting it a hell of a lot more Digging into weight. the ground and lifting it like that. We may or may not have food. You know, we're still working that part <laughs> out. Yeah, your uh, clothes are still just as dirty, if not dirty. Pilgrim must be a heck of a closer. Yeah, the, like, the, I the mean, man, the man has more than multiple talent, including the gift of gab. Yeah, uh, or just a really well done pamphlet. You know, ooh, man. I mean, that pamphlet did have a map. You know, I, I didn't. I didn't. I don't remember if it was tri. No, it wasn't yeah. even trifolded. It was a single sheet. Yeah, uh, impressive. Um, which they don't have copiers, so somebody. Ooh, that's a good point. Like, they know. don't even have a printing press. This is. Somebody nailed that drawing over and over. Hundred something odd times, throw it on the ground. Out that there. man deserves a pay raise. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, he comes so, back and great outfit. We get yeah. him in. We get him in Caster two point But my, I mean, this is I'd say a lot more vibrant of a red. He's got a little bit yeah, more gadgets. It, it, it's better befitting. Yes, you know, he doesn't look like he doesn't look hoboish. That's What's a good way to put it. You know, uh, doesn't look like he's dying by overusing yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> not bleeding from the ears on his outfit. Yeah. Um, to where we get a flash scene of her painting blood on this big yeah. piece of canvas. Immediately there. knowing it's on oh, his back. Yeah. Like, as soon as I saw, I was like, oh, yes, sir. This is really cool. I did really like this was a symbol of everything and, you know, it had a discernible pattern. And all that, and you know, that's been the visual of the show. Yes, his tattoos. Cool way to tie that in. Really I really did like how they brought that in. I think it was well done. Um, I love. It's very befitting that MK was the one there to say, "I know what that is. I know who that is." That's the one who portrayed me. Uh, the, the fact Kel- that he's still saying he's going to betray you, Sonny has no idea he killed your mom. MK, we're like, not even sure if that's true. Yeah. It's not like he's been going around this thing like, oh, let me raise you, let me do all this, and then I killed your mom. You were a kid. Yeah, and here's the other part is if he did kill his mother, then that's another gap in the story that doesn't quite align. You know, given, yes, the suppression and you this. Sonny looks the exact same in the flashback. That's the problem. Yeah, uh, so there's a little... uh, And so so we'll just have to see how that, that, you know, if that bird flies. Uh, but there's an argument. He's the catalyst. He's now the most powerful. MK, you've lost your title. Yeah. Um, the short-lived you. title you had. Yeah, we, we we now, again, have no idea what your purpose on the show is. <laughs> yeah. um, I yeah. hope we figure it out. I really do. Um, so, mm-hmm. and of course, Pilgrim's like, we're going to welcome yeah. him. He's, he's a brother. He's going to be here as a brother. He's super important. Exactly. The catalyst. So now the catalyst has become the, the mainstay. What does that mean? How important is it? And so on. And that's the end of the episode. Um, the only hashtag I'm going to throw out there right now is where's Waldo? Yep. Most I'm important get, I'm getting tired of this. It's five episodes. And we've not seen Stephen Lang. We we've seen him. his younger mini me, but we have not seen Stephen Lang. 
Um, you know, the younger one was great. Even you know, he was standing, not the guy I want. I want the guy <laughs> you, sitting. You want the guy in the wheelchair and yeah, everything. I, I want that guy rolling and rocking. Yeah, you want you the know? gadgets and whatnot. Yeah, right. You know. Um, so, damn it, where's Waldo? Um, anyway, I just. But like I said before, episode overall, it does good. The plot lines move very well. I've enjoyed the new characters. I like the direction it's going. I do wish they would simplify and say who truly is the antagonist bad guy because it's kind of blurred right now. But again, it's only five episodes in. I'm, I'm going to go out on the limb. I'm, I'm going to say it is Crescenda or whatever her name is if I'm butchering it. I do think that we move closer to her being a true I agree villain. with that. Of, any, of anybody, she is manipulating things like a puppet in the background. Yes. To where it could, have being, an alternate, it could have an alternate ego, or not ego, uh, alternate motivation. Motive. Yeah. Um, but the, like, let's slow it down a little bit. Let, I, let me want to root for Gaius and everything. Yeah. The, like, the, let's not, like as you've been saying throughout, focus so much on conveniences. Let's just write in. Like, why well, they have these reasons. Let's make it where you got to work for it. Yeah. Well, instead of just, like, being pop up, like, oh, we have a problem. I have a solution. Yeah. Hey, guess <laughs> what? You will pull out my Swiss it. Army knife of yeah. solutions here, and it's the second blade. Yeah. Here it is. It says um, right here on the third line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do know this as a matter right. of fact. Like, come on. Yeah. So Let's have some struggle with it a little bit. Well, yeah. I mean... What's wrong with having a little... You've done a great job of setting up intrigue and mystery with several little phases of this. Let's make it where you have to work into it along with so that your storyline progresses. Yes. Not an easy, hey, we got to get from A to Z. In That's going to take way too long. Yeah. And so, oh, I've got B through X right over here. Fast exactly. track, you know. Just uh, because, Scotty, beam us up. Yeah. You know. Um, it's like, just because we're on AMC, the same network with The Walking Dead, doesn't mean we have to make the same faux pause as <laughs> exactly. The Walking Dead. Exactly. So, but again, that's a small wrinkle yes. of this episode. A uh, majority of it was well done. Yet uh, again, the fight scenes, uh, we're not well, getting these anywhere else. Yeah. So far, nothing has topped Sherman Augustus Moon sawing a deck in half with his blade fighting Tilda. Nothing no. has topped that yet so far. To me, it's one of the coolest thing ever. If they had added a, you know, through it with the electric that, dust, that would have been I the still, only thing. I still would have been standing up and popping my fist. Rule of so cool awesome. would have overridden it. Like, yeah, yeah, I would have been okay with yeah, it. Like, there's no doubt. Um, but anyway, I think that's the episode. Yeah, man, it was the episode, and you know. What's, so, even, what's even better is, again, like we said earlier, can't wait till tomorrow. Man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, we're just pumped and everything, so keep a lookout before the uh, weekend and everything. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to have a special episode released for y'all, and then we should be back on our normal schedule of Mondays. Yes. Coming up after that. We should be. We should be. We, we've, been a, we've been bumped to Tuesday on a few uh, personal things, but we're going to get it back together and get back on our normal schedule. But guys, other than that, don't, don't forget if you've got a minute to give us a like on our plea TV page on Facebook or give us a positive review on iTunes. It doesn't take but a few clicks and say, Hey, great podcast. It really helps us. It expands our show. Um, and gets more listeners and viewers and all that stuff. And that, that's always a positive. For Absolutely. Us. And please feel free to email us any questions you have for Sherman Augustus at Blee TV podcast yeah. at gmail.com or give us a tweet. Let us know what y'all want us to ask them. Yeah, we for something love. specific, you know, we'll be happy to try to sneak it in there and do it. But like uh, we said, we're doing this for y'all. So yeah, like, absolutely, absolutely. Guys, we're calling tonight. This is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach, and I'm Cash, and we'll see y'all next week.